0: In five, four, three, two, one, action. Welcome to the Soul Greatness Podcast, uh, where we help you tune into your soul so that you can elevate your greatness. And I'm super duper excited to have Mrs. Sarah Robinson in the building. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Yay. So I'm going to read a little quick bio okay. of you for those of you that don't know her and her work so for the last decade as a mental skills coach sarah robinson has helped individuals change the way they think and feel to create positive behavioral changes she is the author of choose you here we go a guided self-care journal made just for you and self-care for moms coming out in april yep we're gonna definitely talk about that Sarah regularly speaks about the importance of balance and self-care uh, at events and conferences, including the Watermark, including the Watermark yeah. Women's Conference and the Mom Project Summit. Yeah. Her blog, Get Mom Balanced, getMomBalanced.com, aims to support busy working moms to find balance and time for self-care and helps moms develop the mental skills that they need to thrive. She has a master's degree in sports psychology and works from home as a freelance writer, content manager, and a mental skills coach. Uh, She is also the mom of two boys and lives in the Bay Area, and of course, we went to high school together, and we've connected in so many ways, and some people don't know. She was like one of my first guests, if not the first guest at one of my first workshops, so thank you so much. Thank Thank you. you so much.
1: Thank you for having me. It's so funny to sit here and listen to someone talk about all the things you've done.
0: Just to get it started, how did it all happen, Sarah? How did you start you know, getting into this movement of creation for all the great things you've achieved.
1: Yeah, so one of the things that was not in my bio that you know is that I went to NYU for college. (laughs) So New York University, I studied theater. And, um, so in some ways that's where it started, but I don't do anything related to theater now, but that's what I was interested in in high school. Uh, I was also interested in psychology. So I studied psychology and Mm -hmm. when I was done with college, I realized I don't really want to act. And as you know, you have to be really driven to do that, right? You got to have a lot of passion. You got to be energetic about it. And I just wasn't, which I think is normal, right? You're 21, 22. You don't want to do the same things you did at 17
0: 18 so let me stop you real quick so i gotta say sarah in high school she was doing theater and she'd get these leading roles and you know i was the athlete i was into football and i was just like wow that's so cool and i've always wanted to do theater um so i really looked up to you when you were doing that and when you went to nyu i'm like that's not easy you were part of the inspiration on why i got into theater Random fact, keep well, on going. So,
1: random fact, flash forward two years later when Romeo went to UCLA, yeah. I was jealous because that was the school I wanted to go to. I mean, I was very thrilled about NYU. Right,
0: right. You of know, course. it's a great
1: school for theater, but yeah. UCLA was my top choice
0: at the time. Wow. So, I was like,
1: this dude who was an athlete who didn't even do theater in high school is now at UCLA? He got it figured out. So, anyway, we yeah. go
0: yeah, yeah. way back. back. So, we inspire each other. Yes. Yeah. So,
1: So. I was done with theater though, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. when I was done with college and wanted to study psychology. Mm -hmm. Decided to move back to California where friends and family were. And I stumbled into the field of sports psychology, which many people haven't heard of. And if you know me in real life, you know I don't really like sports, ironically. (laughs) So they're like, what do you mean sports psychology? (laughs) So it's the mental aspects of sport and performance. So staying calm, staying positive, dealing with adversity, focusing, bouncing back from mistakes. And really, all of those skills are life skills as well. So Mm -hmm. when I finished my master's degree, I started working with athletes. And I was really drawn to working with kids and older teenagers. Mm -hmm. So I've worked with junior high school athletes, high school and college and helping them develop their mental skills. But those are life skills, right? How do you calm yourself down before a test or asking a, a girl or a boy out? Or you know, how do you reach your goals? And so that's something I was always interested in and working on and I realized when I became a mom that these really are life skills that you have uh, to tap no, no, no. into okay. to survive life uh, because having kids is great. And It's also real hard. so, um, so I was really using those skills myself and also realizing that the work I was doing with athletes was great. Um, I had also worked at a university in a sports psychology program, mm-hmm. and I wanted to um, have more time for myself and more flexibility. So I started a blog, and my goal was to kind of teach these skills to moms because they really are life skills. And that just sort of all. Shifted into eventually um, a first book deal, a second book deal, and some jobs that I never would have predicted that I would have had (laughs) 10 plus years ago.
0: Wow. So, you know, as you, you know, are along this journey and let's, you know, get into the topic of many different topics, but the first one being self-care. Why is that important?
1: Because if we don't take care of ourselves, we basically can't do anything else. Right. Right. Um, And I think a lot of times people think of self-care, especially if you've got any moms listening, you know, we hear the word self-care a lot. And it's like, oh, I don't have time for that. And you think of it's like these big fancy things like trips Mm -hmm. or massages and that's nice, but that's not all that self-care is. And really self-care is anything that helps you be your best version of yourself. And it's important for everyone to practice self-care. Um, Mm -hmm. doesn't matter your age, kids should practice self-care. You know, I think back to my twenties and I probably did a lot of self-care, but I was just living life. I wasn't like, Oh, this (sighs) is my self care. I'm just like going to the movies and going out to eat and lounging and sleeping in. And you know, it's just life. Um, but we need to take care of ourselves. And if we don't, we can't be our best at anything else that Mm -hmm. we're doing work life personal life relationships whatever it is you just you can't give as much as you can if you're you're taking care of yourself it's that saying of like right. you know you can't pour from an empty cup
0: that's <laughs> that's good so what are some things that you would advise for people to do, uh, to create that self-care for them? Because I know everybody works differently, but where's your two cents on that?
1: Yeah. So I think, um, first there's six main categories of self-care that are important to know about. Um, you know, I think a lot of times it's these kind of big indulgent activities and those are great, but there's social self-care, mental, emotional, practical, physical, and spiritual self-care. And so everyone has their own needs, but probably all six types are going to be important. For every person. Mm. Um, so, really identifying what's most important to you. You know, if you're really spiritual, you might need more spiritual self care. If you're an introvert, you might not need as much social self care. You might think that's not important to me, but maybe it's coffee with a friend where mm. you connect one on one in a really calm environment. Um, so, making sure that, yeah, you know what's important to you mm-hmm. and then making the time for it. I think that's the big thing is All really right. making time for it and being deliberate. As a mom, I do a lot of what's called practical self-care. So practical (laughs) self-care is like that to-do list that you do. And a lot of times it's just like, oh, this is the stuff I have to do, right? It's just the tasks. I just have to check it off. But if you really look at it, like, no, these are things that help me, help my family. Um, When I have done the groceries, I'm in a better place because I have healthy snacks that make me feel good. So that's now my physical self-care. When I've done the laundry, you know, I now can get dressed in the morning and my family can too. So there's these things that are kind of more to-do list like that actually can be our self-care. So yeah, figuring out what do I need to do to feel my best and then making sure that you make time for it. And also remembering it's not, you don't need an hour. You can practice self-care in five minutes by doing a gratitude journal, by lighting a candle and breathing, by stepping outside and connecting with nature. You can get this self-care in, in small bursts. And sometimes that's all we can do. That's right. So fit it in throughout your day. Because we all have five minutes. If you, if you don't, you're on your phone a lot. Like, really? That's what it is. You're probably wasting a lot of time somewhere. <laughs> so you can find you can find the time.
0: Right. Where I do my self-care is in the morning. Now, I'm our early riser, and I know I'm very aware not yeah, everybody is. Not. <laughs> so, you know, I'm big on, like, morning rituals. Do you have one?
1: You know, I don't. I wish yeah. I did. Because I know, again, I like,
0: you're yeah. Your mom. Yeah, I, like, I like
1: to blame a lot on my kids. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I just... Um, Dang it, kids, I didn't yeah, do my I morning ritual because yeah. of you. Yeah. So um, for me, I have more like a routine. There where you kind go. Of, so yeah. like, let's talk We're, about like, your routine. So regularly what we do, it's more like the practical tasks, which I wouldn't even say those are self-care in the morning. It's just like, let's get you up and out of the house because... For me, even though yeah, I could probably spend like the five minutes breathing or you know like getting outside, I prefer just to get them out of the house to be honest with you, I, thankfully they're at an age where I've got a first grader and a preschooler, right. so like they go out of the house in the morning to school and then I can get to work so for me, I really enjoy work, it helps me um you know, feel good. Some of my work is creative. So that feeds a certain part of me. And then once I kind of have that checked off, then I like to go to the gym in the afternoon. Um, my kids are in a lot that's of activities. Yes. Yeah, so that's, yep. So that's my physical self-care. Um, my kids are in a lot of activities. So I always have a book with me. Mm. Um, so then I get to do a lot of mental, sometimes it's emotional self-care yeah. as well. So I'm doing more fitting in of things during the day. And then at the end of the day is when I tend to do more because my kids are in bed by 7:30, oh, 8 o'clock. Okay. And then I can kind of decompress. So then it might be, you know, checking more things off the list. Like again, a lot of practical uh-huh. self-care in yeah. my world. But um, you know, I can just sit and breathe. I can mm. do some journaling if I'm into it. I'm trying to get back into this crafting. My poor second kid, I've got a needle point of like his <sighs> birth stats that. He's three and a half, and I still haven't done, you know, uh-huh. in my other one I did, like, on maternity leave. So I'm trying to get back into more of that kind right, of self-care. Right. So for me, it's more at the end of the day, but I'm mm-hmm. trying to, like, sprinkle it in. Throughout.
0: Yeah, that just goes on to show, like, like I really promote and preach, I'm all about the morning But it's not for everybody. And like for you, you know, you have the practical things and then you have that time at the end of the day. So for those that are listening and wanting to do some self care, it doesn't have to be an hour, it could be five minutes, it could be, you know, spread throughout the day, so forth and so on.
1: Yeah. And I think for anyone whose life feels hectic, again, for me, my life feels hectic because of kids, but life is hectic for a lot of different (laughs) reasons, is to think about those times in your day where it does feel hectic and where can you insert something
0: Mm. small
1: and meaningful? Because again, you only need five minutes. So if you tend to be stressed getting out of the house, you don't need to get up an hour early. Can you get up 10 or 15 minutes early? Right. Can you maybe even put your clothes out the night before so that the morning isn't as stressful? You know, can you set your coffee maker ahead of time so the coffee's ready so that you have the five minutes mm-hmm. to go outside? If you know that you've got a very stressful um, stressful job, can you go outside in the middle of your day and just take a walk or close the door to your office and listen to a podcast midday? You know, find those moments where you tend to feel stressed and just take some time for yourself. And then mm-hmm. also try to plan in, the longer activities, you know, right. take the hour here and there. But again, it doesn't have to be the massage, you know, meals <laughs> out are great, but it again, it's looking at what are those needs? You know, if you're feeling really disconnected from people doing a social activity, getting right. out there with your friends or calling somebody, um, if you're feeling really like mentally depleted, you know, how can you, um, you know, stimulate yourself? I think, you know, if you're, a mom who's not working, I can't imagine that because I feel mm-hmm. like I would just be mentally like in kid zone all day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, doing a puzzle or <laughs> yeah. know, meeting, like something that right. makes you kind of feel like, oh, I'm stimulated again.
0: So what inspired you to create the get mom ba- balanced
1: blog? You know, so it's interesting. It actually started with a couple of friends oh, of mine. I didn't know that. Yeah, it okay. did. Um, because we all came from different um professional avenues and wanted to support moms. And Mm. so the idea was that get mom balanced was kind of like this collective of moms with a professional background where we could sort of give advice and support moms, Mm. um, in life. And I quickly found out that I I consider myself a writer, so that was easy for me. And so I quickly found out that my two other friends are not writers Uh and didn't like the idea of blogging. Uh So if you want to start a blog, you kind of have to like writing, just (laughs) side note. Um, or get a really good ghostwriter. Yeah. But so, um, yeah, it didn't work out. So, uh, but then we still had the URL and I was like, well, good thing I like this idea of get mom balanced. It really resonated for me. And for me, it was, it was two things. It's like get mom balanced, which I think is like the term, if you're not watching a video, I just put air quotes around mom <laughs> balanced. Um, so like mom balanced is this idea that it's not going to be totally balanced. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I think is true in general, but as a mom, it's like, Oh, everything, you know, if I work hard enough, it's all going to feel okay. Well, it's probably not like life is just chaotic and there's more activities than you want, or there's just more stuff. So get mom balanced is like recreating this idea of what balance means as a mom, but then also like get you as the mom more balanced in Mm. life. And so through kind of these mental skills that I taught to athletes, the idea was like, well, let's teach moms how to kind of quiet that inner negative voice or be more confident in themselves or mm. calm down when they're going to yell at their children, which is something I've had to work really hard <laughs> at. I'm a bit fiery at times. <laughs> I'm still working on that. Um, so, so, yeah, these are life skills that I wanted yeah. to kind of help give to moms.
0: Yeah. You brought up, you know, just people in general will have that inner negative dialogue. Yes. What would you say are a couple of things people can do to, you know, replace that, remove that, just yeah. be mindful of that. So
1: yeah, so there's a couple of things. So first of all, it's it's normal. I mean, w- our minds are very impressive. I'm so
0: glad you're saying that. It is yeah, a very normal I thing. Think it
1: is. And, and I it, think, you know, there are times where it skews to um, too much or too extreme, and then you kind of need to get some outside support. But yes. for all of us, it's it's normal to doubt yourself. It's normal to feel like you're not good enough or to question what you're doing. So that that internal voice, it's normal. And what I think is interesting is that, you know, we also have that positive voice in there, but we don't pay attention to it or we don't give it enough weight. So first of all, it's noticing it because you can't make any change until you notice it. Right. So you you have to pay a little bit of attention. Um, and then there's kind of a pattern that you can use. So when you notice it, you want to tell yourself to stop, or knock it off, or don't do that. So it's called a cue. So it's basically something you're reminding yourself. Um, you can use a visual cue. Um, so like I, oh, look, I have a pee on my hand for podcasts because I didn't <laughs> want to forget that I had a podcast today. So I you can have that. a visual reminder, something it's like a <laughs> smiley face, right? Reminding you, like when I see that, I think more positively. Okay. So if you're like, oh, this podcast is going to be terrible. I'd be like, stop. Oh, that's you're cute. ready. Yep. So stop is the cue. The negative thought is like, oh, this podcast is going to be terrible. What am I going to say? What if I mess up? Stop knock it off and then you replace it with something. And so, this falls under the umbrella of positive thinking, which for some people is too like cheerleadery, like you right. can do this. Yeah. And I know you're all about like the I'm positivity. All about it, but there's
0: there's so but much power in the thought.
1: There is, and I think it's good to be positive, but I think if you're too like cheerleadery sometimes, right. it feels disingenuous. Mm-hmm. And so being really logical with yourself can also be a form of mm-hmm. positive thinking. Like, you know what, you've done this before. It's just you and Romeo having a conversation, right? So I'm very logical with myself. Yeah, I can throw in some encouragement. Still, yeah, right. like I can can do it, it will be okay. So a calming thought can also be positive thinking. So that's basically the new pattern we want to try and create. We need to sort of rewire our brain to do that. We notice and the we negative thought. have the thought. power to do yes, so. Yes, exactly. But you have to be deliberate and you have to work hard at it. So it's like, notice the negative thought, tell yourself to stop and then replace it. And don't get frustrated when the negative thought comes back up because it will, because our brains are just really annoying like that. Like we just keep going back. And I've had people say, well, what if I say something positive, but it doesn't feel true? Well, you know what? So what if it doesn't feel true? Because your negative thought is probably also not true. <laughs> so if you're going to lie to yourself, give yourself a positive and helpful lie That's instead good. of you know, the lie that is negative and making you feel bad.
0: Right.
1: So right. yeah, so it's kind of the pattern that people can get into. There's also the practice of mindfulness, which is yes. just more like noticing and then getting back in the present. So um, sort of this thought stopping idea is more like noticing and changing. Whereas if you practice more mindfulness, it's like acknowledging and not judging and moving on. So those are two sort of distinct ideas that can right. hopefully help you, but both are a practice and right. a new habit that you have to create Awesome. or try to create.
0: So one of the things you brought up earlier in the uh, practice of self-care is journaling. Yes. And we have this journal right yes. here. Oh, I didn't do that on purpose. I yes. know. perfect we go. <laughs> Choose you, a, self, a guided self-care journal made just for you. So yes. Um, again, where the inspiration came from—it's so colorful. Isn't
1: it Look pretty? I people. can't take credit. I can't take credit for that. I did not design it, but I love how but it turned. But it all out. came from with
0: that, and you yeah. shared what you shared, and
1: yeah. So the it's um, designer did their thing. Yeah. So it all it all sort of happened because I have a blog. I was really fortunate that an editor reached out to me, which I was like, these things don't happen. You know, people work <laughs> really hard for book deals. So I got to say, I didn't. I worked for it because of the groundwork that I had laid. Uh, but to get this, I didn't feel like I had to work hard for it. I had to right. sell myself once they reached out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but so this idea was brought like to me it. of a self-care journal. And I know I talk a lot about being a mom, but this is not for moms. Like yeah, they were like, D- don't, know, talk about, don't talk, don't talk about being a mom. I was like, can uh-huh. I say something about kids? Nope, nothing, so it's very general. nothing about being a mom. So, um, I think it skews for females cause it's like bright mm-hmm. and girly, but I mean, I don't think that it's, it's, it's not, limited. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's specifically for even women, even though that was our our target. But Mm -hmm. so it's got a a chapter on what self-care is and why it's important. It talks a little bit more about those um, six different types. And then it gives you a way to track because, um, it's easier to commit to things once you've written them down and you're more likely to follow through. Also the journaling element of self-care is going to help you realize what works for you because there's a little place in here, I think, let's see where you can say, um, Today's takeaway: Make this a regular activity. This is great for special occasions. Give this oh, another try, good. or this isn't for me. So you can so kind it's of noticing remember. what
0: works for you and exactly. what doesn't. And it's like okay, it, yeah. I thought this was going to work for me, but uh, maybe yeah, not. Yeah,
1: you're like, oh, I thought yoga was great. I, you know, I had this idea that it was going to be magical, and then I was miserable. So maybe don't try that again, or maybe give it a try on another day. Right. So it kind of helps you I learn more about. What works for you? There's also a place where you can check off, um, you know, how you were feeling before, during, and after to learn more about the effects of that self care. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's been
0: where can people fun find it?
1: Do. So Amazon. Barnes and Noble, it hey. should be in there. Yeah. If you're on the Target website, you can't get it in the Target stores. I was really bummed about that. Um, but, but you, you can get it on their target. website. Com. That was like that was a big deal. <laughs> oh, for that's
0: me. a very big deal. But you could get it on the Target website.
1: I I totally like freaked out when I saw that. So yeah, if you're shopping for something on Target or Amazon, throw that in your cart.
0: Oh, well, it's definitely yeah. cool. And then we got the self-care for mom's yes, coming out on another, April 9th. Yes,
1: it's coming out soon.
0: Yes. So
1: Yeah, so that um, was a Not necessarily a follow-up, but um, Uh I I pitched something else to my publisher. And they're like, well, no, we don't want to do that. But we're thinking about a book of self-care for moms. And I thought, well, that's fantastic. Yeah, Let's do that. (laughs) So that one was really fun. It was a lot more content. It's a lot more of my voice Uh in it, which was nice. It is specifically for moms, so you know, we're able to talk about the realities of, yeah, you might be doing yoga at home and your kid is going to try to crawl on top of you or under you, or, you know, that mm-hmm. this is really what happens when you're a mom trying to practice self-care. And what I love about this book, and I can't take credit for this, the publisher came to me with this idea too, is they said, we want to break it down into different time frames. So we want to do the activities that fit in five minutes, in 15, in 30, in an hour, in two to four. And then what, what I labeled the hashtag goals section of like, Uh if you have a day or a weekend or go big and go away for a week. Um, and so the book also talks about how to make those things happen. Um, it's got practical ideas, like have a self-care meeting with your family. And I think Mm -hmm. this is great, even if you're not a parent, but Mm -hmm. if you've really decided, you know what, I'm going to make more time for myself and my self-care, sit down with your partner or the important people in your life and just be like, Hey, listen, this is what's happening. This is why I'm making myself more of a priority. And here's what you can expect. Right. So if my door's closed before seven 30, don't come in because <laughs> I'm journaling or I'm praying or right. I'm just breathing and mentally preparing to deal with you for today. Yeah. You know, like, Or um, I really have decided I need to get in better shape physically. So I'm going to be going to the gym after work. So can you please take on making meals? So right. you know, you can kind of set the stage to Get your self care going.
0: Now that's really good. It's it, it's again a reminder of it's okay to create boundaries for yes. yourself because people are always going to be wanting to be a part of your or oh gosh, want yes. you to do in this you know something in this mm-hmm. schedule of yours and so forth and so on. Yes,
1: I think boundaries are so important. I'm glad you brought that up because I know you're also such a big supporter of like say yes right yeah, and like yeah. seize the day yeah. and go for it and I think that's so important but we and also the have power to power of no yes we have <laughs> yeah. to be willing to say no and I think that's a message that gets lost a lot of the time of like say 100%. yes go for it because if you say yes to everything inadvertently you're saying no to other things and exactly. you're not bringing your best self to the things you say yes to right. so you really have to be willing to say no and I don't mind saying no to people I'm right. pretty good at it it's still uncomfortable for me at times but um, but I know that's something that's so hard for people. Mm-hmm. So this is a line you can borrow is if someone asks you, especially like face-to-face, be like, oh, I have to check my schedule. Let me get back to you. And then send them a text or an email. So you don't have to say that no face-to-face.
0: <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so important. I'm all about that. And, you know, along this journey of you being uh, an accomplished woman, being a mom, I know there are, you know, different decisions that are constantly being made. Mm -hmm. And so with that said, what would you say is the most difficult decision you've had to make to pursue your destiny?
1: Oh my gosh, that's a great question. Um, Most difficult decision. I think just deciding that I was going to do something different and feeling okay with it. Because... um, So... I mentioned this briefly, but I, so when I got my degree in sports psychology, I ended up working in, um, the university that I got my degree from. I started as an adjunct professor. I then oversaw our, um, nonprofit. I ended up getting, um, a contract to work there more. Like I was on this train that just kept going and it was secure. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep writing this riding. out. And then yeah. I got a contract, uh, Things changed in the university. I got a contract that was a year. I'm like, I'm just going to keep going, and then I assumed that that would um, renew, and it didn't. And then they were like, Do you want to do this other thing? And I was like, No. You know what? This ended for a reason. I'm going to do something else. So I think That's that was right. the hardest decision, though, to to trust that I was going to figure it out, and also financially too, Some not just work wise.
0: Trust but, that, you're but just it trust out. that
1: it was going to be okay, and that I would. Fill my time in a way that was meaningful to me, but also helped pay my family's bills. I sure. mean, to be perfectly honest, right? Yeah, like, a of lot course. of us have bills we have to pay. Um, but I could have probably continued to pursue that and turned it into something else at the university because it was safe and I knew it and it was consistent. But I was like, mm, no, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna. The train stopped. Yeah. And then I realized I was like, oh, I was on this train for a while, right. and I probably should have gotten off, and I didn't. I just kept going. So yeah, I just had to make the decision to trust that and go with it, and
0: that's so good. Run with it because we get so caught up in the you know the comfort zone like oh we could do it but there yeah. are other miracles or other opportunities that you know mm-hmm. that can be there or that you know you want to like just take that leap but yeah. uh, we don't but just by saying no mm-hmm. the, again the power of yeah. no yeah uh, is going to and, and I know, was so lu- yeah. I was
1: lucky I think because I, I sort of was saying no to something else like the thing that I had been saying yes to was taken away from me so I couldn't just continue to say yes to that right. um And so I think it's harder in that situation, right? Where you're still on that train and it's still moving and you maybe see other opportunities. (laughs) Well maybe you know. So it's harder when that's happening. So I was sort of in a position where I was forced to make some sort of decision. So this was easier to make at that time. Um but I know so I know it's hard for people to make a big change
0: in life. And I think, you know, just to, you know, to piggyback on that, you know, there are those decisions where it's like should I do this or that? It's like, oh, it's going to feel comfortable. But, mm-hmm. you know, just tune in, like yeah. check in with yourself to maybe, you know, it's not going to make sense to everybody, but obviously you want to check in with important yeah. people. But at the end of the day, you know, like this journal says, choose you, <laughs> choose you, you know, yes, choose other, but choose yeah. you. You
1: can choose you, other people too, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't forget to choose you. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's what it comes down to, right? Is yeah. when life just keeps going and going, you kind of forget about yourself, yeah. a lot of the times, because you're just doing things for 100%. other people, and you're an afterthought, and you need to be as big of a priority as the other things. Yeah, don't be an
0: afterthought.
1: Yeah, don't make yourself an afterthought. <laughs> What's up with that?
0: Cool. So I'm going to go a little bit deeper into okay. a little conversation here. Uh, what do you believe? What do you believe is the purpose of life? Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> we win. All right, let's ground that a little bit. Mm. Just, you know, in a couple sentences, like, what does it mean to you? Uh, we're all about the soul and I mean,
1: greatness. I mean, at this point in life, yeah. I feel like the purpose in life is to raise good human beings mm. that can do better than
0: Beautiful.
1: I did and that we can collectively do.
0: Mm.
1: I mean, because this world is pretty. Mm. So I really hope that, like, my kids can. And this is not to put people down, but can, it just can help to do better yeah. and can be good people. Like, that's 100%. what I want to do. I want to raise good people who are happy and well-adjusted. And, you know, it all feels like a tall order a lot of the times, but mm-hmm. I just, I want to help them be good people. So that's what that's I feel beautiful. right now. Like the purpose of life is, is to, it. to raise my kids to, to do well and to do right in the world.
0: Awesome. Oh, that's so much pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Oh. Uh, what do you know for sure?
1: Ooh, that I love my kids. That I'm not going to forget my husband. I talk about my kids a lot, that I love my (laughs) husband. Um, And that in the work that I do, I'm really good at a lot of it. Amen. Yeah.
0: Good. Yeah, that's what I know for sure. Um, Last question around that. Um, What do you think the secret is to a happy life?
1: Oh, I don't... Well, I think one secret is there's not one secret.
0: There you go. That, that's I mean, good enough. Come on. Let's be real. So
1: there's probably many...
0: And again, it's for you.
1: ...secrets. Um, I think it's... And I'm not always good at this, but um, mm-hmm. try not to get too caught up in the things that don't matter. And just... Focusing mm. in on... Yes. <laughs> I got it right. You got it, got it right. That's the secret, yo. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah.
1: hundred percent. Yeah, just not getting too caught up in things. And I, again, I'm not good at this. I can't always practice it's what a I preach. It's daily practice. It really is. I find myself getting caught up in, you know, the things that I wish I could have done or what other people are doing or, you know, all sorts of stuff or my own negative thoughts. Um, and yeah, just really focusing in on what's important, which is not to be self-centered but like it's you it's what's around you it's the people that you come in contact with it's you know the work that you do it's making good choices in the world it's you know doing the things that um sort of speak to your character and how you want to be mm-hmm. and so yeah that's i
0: love
1: that's it. the secrets. that's
0: the secrets one of them <laughs> <laughs> the rest of them are coming out in the book called <laughs> yeah, self-care for moms <laughs> all right let's get into a rapid fire q right. and a you ready no <laughs> To say yes? No. I told you I'm
1: really good at saying no. I actually might say no too often. Like my default (laughs) often is no, Mm -mm. and then I'm like, well, maybe, maybe. maybe. Let me think about
0: that. Maybe. All right, here you go. Okay, yes. (laughs) Describe yourself in three words.
1: Ooh, funny. Um, tired. (laughs) Let's be real. Um, three. Funny. Tired. Loving.
0: Uh, what's your go-to order at your favorite hometown restaurant?
1: Oh, gosh. It would have to be Starbucks, and it's a chai tea latte. I know that's technically not a restaurant, but you'll find me at many local Starbucks ordering iced chai tea lattes with an extra pump of chai. There you go. This is not very rapid fire. Are my answers supposed to be <laughs> this rapid? This is perfect. Okay. This is
0: perfect. We're in flow. What's your favorite word?
1: Oh, Literally. Literally. Oh, literally?
0: (laughs) I thought you were going to say it's literally blank. No,
1: apparently I don't feel like it's my favorite word, but my husband gets on my case because I say literally a lot, but I literally mean that things are literal. And so I'm using it appropriately and I want people to understand (laughs) literally this is what I mean. And my six-year-old has picked it up and he says it a lot too. So it's my fave. I also like F-bombs. I just have to say. I didn't drop any here, but I just... I'm, I'm surprised. I'm trying.
0: Here we go. Who knows? We still have a We're few not minutes done left. Yet. What's your least favorite word?
1: Oh, I don't think I have a least favorite, but I'm really—I uh, don't like any words that are like mean towards other people. Um, ones that are like clouded and like, oh, it's funny or it's appropriate. I don't like any of those, and yeah. I will put you in your place if you use them. So there's not one. There's <laughs> a,
0: a bucket full. Uh, what turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally?
1: Um creatively as Starbucks. I don't know why sitting there, I get stuff done. Like I can be focused. I can write up a storm. Most of this was written at a Starbucks. Most of the other book was written in Starbucks. Um, but, uh, I think just time, like time for myself really is all of those. And as a parent, you don't get a lot of that. Yeah. So mostly time and Starbucks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What turns you off?
1: Oof, being okay. Being yelled at by small humans. Um, having to repeat the same question again and again and again, um, and not being listened to. And so I find when adults do that to me in my life, like if I have to repeat myself again, I get angry real quick because I've... What'd you say? mm, (laughs) I'm just kidding.
0: He did that on purpose.
1: This is not rapid fire anymore. I'm explaining my answers. Anyway, I don't like it when people don't listen to me.
0: (laughs) FYI. Um, a book you would recommend?
1: Ooh, speaking of yeses, the year of yes by Shonda Rhimes.
0: Mm, I haven't read that.
1: Oh, it's good. It's all play. about how she got out of her comfort zone for a year by saying yes, because she was someone who said no. And so if you don't know Shonda Rhimes is, you know, Shonda Land and Grey's Anatomy and
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. all those TGI. Yeah.
1: It's a good book. And if you do the audio book, it's read by her, which is oh, fun. Beautiful. Yeah.
0: Um, best piece of advice you've ever received.
1: I have a terrible memory. This is not the advice I received, but I have a terrible memory.
0: <laughs> best so, pieces of advice. <laughs> you have a terrible memory.
1: <laughs> so write it down. Yeah. That would have been advice. No. um,
0: Or one of the best pieces.
1: Oh, gosh. This is not rapid fire. Um, Go for it. I don't know. It's so generic, but I can't.
0: Yeah. I'm on the spot here. I can't come up with <laughs> anything else. Quote. One of your favorite quotes.
1: Um... I really stick by it. you can't pour from an empty cup. Like I have to, I really and, like I don't, that. and I that don't know. I think it's one of from this like I, th- I think it's anonymous who said that, but that is one of my favorites because it's just a constant reminder of like you got to put your own oxygen mask on first, right? Like you yeah. got to take care of yourself to be able to take care of everybody. And again, I'm a mom, so I'm taking care of a lot of people. But even if you're not a parent, you do a lot of things, yeah. and it's easy to overextend yourself. So yeah, you can't pour from an empty cup. Oh, and I also like um, just keep swimming. Dory
0: from... Mm. <laughs> is
1: that from Finding Nemo or Finding Dory? I don't know which one technically that's from, but that's my other, that I repeat regularly, just keep, just swimming. keep swimming, just keep swimming. Yeah, so thank you, Dory.
0: <laughs> uh, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt?
1: Oh, uh, a <laughs> professional dancer. they <laughs> <laughs> I knew the answer really quickly. Yeah, I was just, just like, to, oh, that's rapid right fire. I, I just that. had to work myself into <laughs> yeah. saying that publicly.
0: Yeah. All right. So <laughs> last Wait, word.
1: I want to clarify,
0: not like a <laughs> pole dancer. I don't or know. Like you, you, music video. I don't know. I just, I'm just going to leave it at that. You, <laughs> well, i go on to the next question. So whatever that meant for you. So what do you mean? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like in music videos, like back in Britney Spears' heyday, like I would have loved to oh, answer that kind of oh, professional answer. I know uh, it was so rapid fire that yeah. it just it could have <laughs> been interpreted many different ways, and my embarrassment over it probably didn't help. <laughs>
0: awkward, cool. So you know, just last words of advice for those that are you know feeling stuck or just kind of out of whack and just you know what's life about type deal.
1: Yeah. So I think a couple of things. One is. It's okay to feel that way. First of all, like don't get down on yourself for being confused or unsure or feeling stuck. Um, Be willing to go for it, whatever go for it means to you. And I know everyone is different. Like when my work life sort of turned, I, you know, had a lot of support. Things were very different, right? Sometimes we feel alone or stuck, and it's, it's hard to move. But you can do it. Like even if it's a, it's a small step forward, like do something. It will be okay. And then.
0: So let be in the moment. I have to
1: pick up my kid.
0: It's good. You can pick up the phone no, if your kid's it's calling. It's an
1: alarm. You. It's not, it's not oh. calling me. Um, this is the advice I give myself too: is do alarms for everything. See, we started. <laughs> At like, least we I saw thought, it
0: in action.
1: I thought I got all my alarms off. I thought we'd be done by now. It's like certainly by noon. I don't need to turn this alarm off. Sorry, everybody. Um, You're so. So my advice is set alarms so that you don't have to remember. Yeah, things again, setting life. boundaries
0: like yes, Romeo, twelve exactly. o'clock, gotta go, gotta, gotta pick re- up the kids.
1: Gotta remember, not even like Romeo, gotta go. Like gotta <laughs> remember to pick up a child in a little bit.
0: Well, that's a you know that's a good life tip to yeah. like because there's so many things yes. going on. Set those reminders. Yes, that's
1: actually I, I had to turn off like four alarms that were going to happen because uh, it is. It's all about like I don't want to have to have those things floating in my head, so I set alarms. So. Sorry, everyone, for that (laughs) one. Um, But, yeah, so I think we were talking about advice. I think the last one I was going to say (laughs) is, yeah, don't forget to put yourself first first or equal to the things Mm -hmm. so that you can, you know, be your best for the other stuff. And, yeah, Mm -hmm. if you need 18 alarms every day to remember all the things, that's okay. Mm -hmm. You're normal if you do that.
0: Awesome. I think. Where can people find you and get your work or uh, just, you know, read your work yeah. and all that so goodness? stuff? So, my
1: blog is getmombalanced.com. So, you can find me there. Um, I'm not on Instagram. We were having a conversation. for yeah, like, oh, Instagram. i um, you should because there are a lot of moms
0: on there that need balance.
1: I know. Well, I tweet things occasionally. There you go. Okay,
0: Twitter. So, get Mom Balanced? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And
1: then um, I'm on Pinterest, but I don't think that really matters. I don't know. If you <laughs> like Pinterest, go and pin <laughs> exactly. stuff, come find me on yeah. Get Mom Balanced. <laughs> Um, and then a Starbucks in the Bay Area is where you can usually <laughs> find me. I mean, don't stalk me or anything, but that's honestly where I am
0: awesome. most of the time. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. Thank it's you. again an honor and a gift to have you here. And uh, just for those that are listening, don't forget to choose you and take care of you. Yes. And just keep on swimming. Yeah. <laughs> Peace.